Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. I want to thank you so much for joining us and welcome you into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Chaz Price. Scott Kirshner is off this week. My name is Chris Swan. Like I said, really do appreciate you joining us. 419-794-3030. That's how you reach out and get in touch with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. 419-794-3030. Also online, ARHQ.com. Today on the show, is it better to take a monthly pension or a lump sum? If you're worried about outliving your income, the guys, we've got some tips for you and how to pay less taxes in retirement. We've got your next move on that. But first, let me check in with the guys themselves. Chaz, Nolan, glad to be with you. How are you? It's doing great. Yeah, beautiful weather here in Northwest Ohio. So it's uh, that time of year. Got the boat out and hopefully everybody has a wonderful uh, Memorial Day weekend. Have a great time cooking out with friends and family and enjoy it. Uh, it's all about, uh, you know, enjoying your family and remembering the holidays and those of us that uh, maybe can't be with us. So doing great. Absolutely. I'm getting ready for the bachelor party um, just one week before uh, the wedding. So just kind of putting some of the finishing touches on all the, all the details and spent this last week making 250 small plastic boxes oh my. For, the, for the guest <laughs> gifts. We're going to put s'mores in there. So it was really a cool, cute idea. My fiance came up with, but if you need some uh, just something to do, some mundane activity <laughs> for an afternoon, do 250 plastic boxes. You know, we've had a lot of parallels, drawn a lot of parallels between uh, your wedding planning and, and people getting ready to retire. As you enter into the final week here, you know, you want to make sure that all your your uh, your T's across, all your I's are dotted before you enter into it. And uh, the same sort of thing when it comes to retirement, you want to make sure that everything is squared away, but also know that there may be hiccups along the way. I'm not saying that anything bad is going to happen. I'm not <laughs> wanting anything bad to happen, but you know, there's occasionally a hiccup, you know, a, a groomsman is going to be a little, maybe a little hungover or, sure. or someone show up like, but you know, you just got to roll with the punches and be able to adapt. And, and that is the parallel with the, the retirement plans. It's not always going to be blue skies and, and, and perfect weather out there. There's going to be a couple of hiccups, but if you have a proper plan in place, you can roll with those punches and adapt. That's what we want to get you to think about this week. And so again, when you're ready to start that planning process, the number is 419 794 3030. Let's start off here with a flashback to 2019, where uh, there was a lot of discussion around a statement that billionaire Ray Dalio made about cash being trash. Well, recently, Ray flip-flop on that, telling CNBC that cash is actually a better investment than stocks and bonds. You've got a cash rate that's relatively high. Cash used to be trashy. Cash is trash, is what you used to say. Yes, negative one and a half, two percent real rates. Terrible. Now cash is relatively attractive. So what do you guys think? Do you agree? And isn't this a great example of why we need a financial advisor? Because, I mean, the economy is constantly changing, all those hiccups I was talking about earlier. And our investment should change as well, right? I agree. They really should uh, change with what the overall markets do. And, um, you know, if we think about uh, needing a financial advisor, I think it's like having a good coach and being kind of adaptive to what the market conditions are. Uh, markets do change in a hurry. 
Um, I, I think having a good coach, you know, helps you formulate a good game plan and can help you avoid making some short-term poor decisions. Uh, I recently got a phone call from a client we'll call Dan. And Dan was worried about what's going on here with the debt debate and was thinking, you know, maybe I should just go ahead and move my money to cash until all of this stuff settles down. Because, you know, if we default on our debt, how dangerous would that be to my financial savings and the stock market and the, the economy and you know, what could that mean? And, you know, I had to remind him that, you know, it's been over 70 times now that the U.S. has raised their debt debate. In fact, this is just another time where they're going to, you know, poke fun at each other from a political standpoint. But at the end of the day, you know, we'll raise our debt ceiling uh, limit and then, you know, we'll get through this. Uh, so short-term changes based upon emotions can create long-term pain. And, you know, by being a coach, what I was able to do is I was able to talk to him and say, you know what, we can take you and we can uh, dial it down. So as we talk about with our strategies, kind of letting off the gas pedal a little bit, uh, not just coming to a screeching halt and going to cash, but instead uh, being more adaptive to what the market conditions are. You know, if you're going to be concerned about this, I, I would say these are the type of reasons why you want to make sure that you're working with a financial advisor. Um, when you think about the the markets and how to keep up with the changing that are occurring in the market, Chaz, what would you say? Well, I would just first mention that you know we, we draw correlations to Warren Buffett, one of the most successful investors in the world, and you know recently he shared his perspectives on holding cash, and and definitely Warren generally encourages investors to be pretty cautious about holding too much excessive cash for that very reason that you say, Nolan, is because it's it's a great short-term vehicle, but it's certainly not one that you want to take the long-term retirement trip with. And so there's a ton of opportunity cost in holding too much cash. Uh, even at these rates, I think, if we look at currently right now, the S&P 500 is up um, approximately around 9% year-to-date, something like that. What's interesting, though, about that is when you look at the sectors of the economy, there's about 11, there's 11 of them. Only I'm looking at about four or five of them are positive for the year. And so um, there, there's a lot of opportunity when it comes to uh, opportunity cost with owning too much cash. You know, one sector of the economy, inf information tech's up about 26%. So, yeah, is it an attractive interest rate right now in the short term? Uh, four or five percent does look good, but are there definitely opportunities elsewhere in the market? And I would say absolutely. So I think that's one area where clients generally overlook when they head to cash. It's because there's volatility and there's fluctuation in the market. But you have to remember that fluctuation and volatility is sometimes good as well. It goes both ways. So if we're sitting in cash and we miss out on a a correction like we've seen um, or, or a recovery like we've seen this year, then, you know, you're kicking yourself on the other end of the spectrum. So I think just, again, working with a financial advisor, taking out some of the emotional uh, distractions that sometimes deter our investors away from hitting those long-term averages and helping stay diversified, owning some cash for emergencies, not too much, but then rebalancing in times during market volatility to capture some of these investment opportunities that we've seen are really starting to work pretty well this year. Yeah, so some specific tips that we can take for you, our listeners, if you're you know wondering uh, how to keep up with the changing markets, maybe you feel like uh, it's time to get that second opinion, time to you know figure out uh, what do you guys think? Maybe you need a coach. Uh, the things that we can do for you is number one, we can use our software to create clear financial goals for you, help you define those smart goals. 
uh, knowing the best way to help you achieve them uh, is number one. Number two, we can also stress test your risk tolerance so you can understand if and when the market goes down, you know, what could be the probable outcomes of the downturn in the portfolio. Maybe there are steps that you should take to lower your risk once you know what your risk number is. Number three, we can talk about diversification, but more importantly, talk about how to take a sniper shot approach. So if we head into uh, a debt ceiling issue or if we go into a recession or stagflation, you know, what investments may be the ones to put in your portfolio that could survive and thrive in that type of an environment? Uh, we'll help you be your coach. And number four, take that long-term perspective. We'll provide our, you know, combined uh, years and years of uh, investment experience and keep you educated. That could be an education by coming out to one of our university classes. It could be coming to our semi-annual economic update or our proactive approach of getting together face-to-face -face and talking about your portfolio. Uh, keep it consistent. You know, consistency is like Warren Buffett talked about. It's really kind of crucial to stay consistent. Regularly continue to contribute to that investment portfolio if you're still saving and investing. When times and the markets are down is when you increase contributions. Number seven, be patient and disciplined. I know uh, on TV and the 48 hours and Dateline, they can solve a murder in an hour, but you know, <laughs> this is years and years of work and we want years and years and years of a great retirement. Uh, so sticking to that disciplined investment strategy and being patient can pay off. Monitor and review, have those pre-designated points as you talked about when to rebalance, you know, if and when the market goes down 10% or every six months, and then seek that professional advice. So, you know, for those of you that are looking to maybe get a second opinion, we can go through all of those steps for you and create a team action plan that will help you be a better educated investor to keep up with the changes in the market. And all it takes to get started is picking up the phone and giving a call, setting up a time to speak with the team, 419-794-3030. As Nolan said there, you know, you spent years and years accumulating this, this nest egg, getting ready for retirement. You don't want one uh, decision, one, one you know, uh, decision based solely on emotion to jeopardize that and really undo what you spent all these years doing. But having a properly disciplined plan that knows there are going to be changes down the line that need to happen, but knowing when and, and how to do it isn't as easy as, as it may seem. And, and again, you don't want to let emotions dictate everything. So pick up the phone and start putting together that plan or have that plan reviewed by the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. Really easy to do, 419-794-3030. Or you can always go to the website as well, arhq.com. Guys, the fallout continues from the bank failures. It turns out that Ohio's public employee pension funds lost more than $30 million in the collapse, which is not reassuring news if uh, people are out there depending on that pension. If someone is actually worried about the plan going underfunded or even worse than that, broke, is taking a lump sum payout a good idea? Well, you certainly want to know what the financial health of the company that is providing your future income needs. Um, at the same time, you want to be careful not to make, again, one of those short-sighted decisions because when you make a decision on your, your pension, it's an irrevocable non-changeable decision. One of the things that we can do is we can run a pension maximization for you. We'll explain to you here in a minute what that looks like. But let me give you a couple of examples. Recently, I had a lady who would come into the office. Uh, she was not married, had no children. And when we looked at what her monthly payout would be from her retirement, uh, in my opinion, it was so much uh, better for her to take the monthly payout based upon not being married, no children, wanting to get the most predictable income for life 
then to take that lump sum payout because you know if she took that lump sum payout the rate of return that she would have had to uh, earn um, was really in my opinion too high because you have to say in the markets past performance doesn't guarantee future results and even though fixed rates are much higher today than where they were a couple of years ago the monthly payout could have been the right choice uh, there's another person that uh, recently came in and had us help him out with this pension maximization strategy. When we looked at their situation, you know, Randy had done a great job saving and investing for their future. He had a 401k, other investment assets. And in this case, his family was important to him. And the lump sum allowed him to take that money and invest it the way that he wanted. And then he has the potential not only to live off of that income, he also has the potential where that money can pass not only to his wife, but any money they didn't spend, you know, it could pass on to the, the kids. So in, in two situations, it's one of those that you don't take the advice at the water cooler. You have to look at your own individual situation. And I know, Chaz, um, when you get that question, what are the tips that you're giving back to people? Uh, that's a good question. We get this a lot because we do have a, a lot of public employees as clients. And I think it's it's definitely an area where you can shed some light on the subject and working with a financial planner can really help because there are a lot of variables that go into making that decision. I mean, the first point, if you if you go right to OPER's website, um, it tells you what the rate of returns last year were, which they weren't great. And, you know, it, it, I don't think it comes as any surprise that the, the fund itself is, is underfunded by about 15% or so, according to their website. And so you have to take that into consideration in that um, what really are your what's important to you when it comes to money because when you have a pension um, you're already part of a fortunate few in 1980 in that in our presentation we do nolan at bgsu we talk about 1980 maybe 30 percent of the population had access to pensions today it's about eight percent and having a guaranteed source of income that you cannot outlive is a very valuable resource when it comes to retirement. So it is definitely a decision that you don't want to take lightly and you definitely want to get some assistance with because the concept to me comes down to generally what you said, which is what sort of dollar amount would I need to have saved in the 401k to generate the sort of income that the pension can provide? You know, if it's a lot more than what the lump sum balances in that OPERS pension, you know, it may not be the best decision. So you kind of have to look at some of the uh, aspects of, you know, longevity. How long am, am I expected to live? Uh, also, what are the current interest rates at the time? Because that does affect what sort of payout you can generate with the lump sum, depending on what the interest rates are. And interest rates are really good right now. So if you reviewed the pension a few years ago when interest rates were much lower, that decision might look a lot different. Also, flexibility. Do you have a need for a lump sum? You know, I, I worked with one client recently, you know, OPERS employee cashing out, you know, not sure what to do with the money, but definitely wanted to be debt free. That was a, a goal of hers. And so, you know, the lump sum made a lot of sense in that case. So I think just ha having the ability to talk through some of the considerations and to assess what the impact is of each decision on your long-term probability of success. Again, kind of managing to that number. Is it 90%? Is it 70%? Meaning if one strategy that we take 
improves your probability of success, that's probably the one we're going to look at. So a lot goes into it. That's generally what I'll suggest is if you're not sure exactly what the implications are, come in, have us set up for you a financial plan that can assess longevity, inflation, um, and, and just risk in general of running out of money. And then whatever scenario results in the, the highest probability of success, we'll probably recommend that. And that's exactly what you get when you get that pension max strategy run for you. And um, when we look at it on a monthly pension, we're going to do is we're going to look at reliable income and we're going to compare what that reliable income would be. Compare that to what you can get in the industry today with other insurance products that are out there that can provide typically the income for the rest of your lifetime, either single or joint life. Uh, you know, monthly pension is nice for risk transfer. So, so Somebody else has taken the responsibility of the management of the assets and that longevity risk, transferring it away from the pension person. You get uh, some lack of flexibility with a monthly pension. So sometimes your options become uh, more limited with uh, investment choices. Some of them do offer inflation protection, uh, a nice way to be able to get an increase in income if inflation has been something that you're worried about. Where on the lump sum payment, you get more control and flexibility uh, which then number two gives you a lot more investment opportunities. Uh, you do have to be careful about taking on the longevity uh, risk, but you do have the ability where it could provide additional benefits. Again, usually besides your life, your spouse's life, there could be a possibility if you wanted to leave money to like your adult children, uh, that could be possible in the lump sum. Uh, you just really have to be financially disciplined, which is why, again, you need to go through a planning process. So if, if you're blessed enough that you have a pension and you're within two to five years of deciding to select that pension, or heck, even if you're getting ready to decide to take your pension uh, in the next 30 days, let's run an analysis for you. Let's run this pension maximization and determine you know, what might be your best approach. Because keep in mind that decision that you make is irrevocable. So mm -hmm. you only get one shot at getting it right, and we'd be happy to run that pension max strategy uh, for any of our listeners. Again, as a way of saying thank you guys for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, tuning in, that pension maximization strategy of being able to run for you uh, complimentary, similar to Social Security, which is another form of guaranteed income that when you set out in the working world, you were you had the understanding you were going to get it. Now, the, the financial stability of both of those things may cause you to take pause and want to get as much as possible. And and that, that might seem like getting as much as you can as soon as possible, turning on Social Security at 62, claiming this lump sum strategy. Not necessarily going to be the right move. Could be, but you really need to sit down and, and you know do the math, run the numbers, or better yet, have the team at America's Retirement Headquarters run the numbers for you and figure out what's going to work best for you because at the end of the day, that is what is most important in your retirement. 419-794-3030 is how you get started, how you start uh, running those numbers. 419-794-3030 or ARHQ.com. Just like we were speaking about previously with Social Security and pensions, the longevity comes into play. And that's one of the hardest questions to answer in retirement planning. How long will I live? If people knew that, well, the planning process would be pretty easy. Average stats say that men live to 82, women live to 85. But that's based on the population as a whole. Obviously, the average is going to skew one way or another for people. Can people rely on these numbers when it comes to planning? Well, you know, we have a lot of people, you mentioned Social Security, they'll come into the office and they'll talk about, they ran the analysis and determined, you know, they had to live into their mid-70s to break even. And 
nobody in their family uh, you know, lived past that, so they just want to get their money while they can. You know, when we're developing a plan, what I'm doing is I'm betting on you living a really long time. You know, if the thought process was I better spend my money or get my money while I can because I'm not going to live a long time, and then all of a sudden you're sitting across the table from me, you're looking at me, I'm looking at you, and you're past 75 and didn't think you were going to make it, you know, you, you don't want to be in that situation that you have the concern of, will I outlive my money? So we're going to develop a plan ultimately to make sure that you have the confidence in looking at uh, how long it takes to make sure that your money lasts forever. Chaz, we were at uh, Bowling Green State University. We were teaching a retirement playbook meeting recently. And one of the questions that you asked the audience there, you know, how much of your income are you willing to risk? And I, I was really, you know, that hit me pretty well because I think it also hit the audience. And I think the overwhelming resounding answer was none. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want to risk their income in retirement time. So when we're looking at this, what we're trying to do is develop strategies to make sure that people do not outlive their money in retirement. And the, the ways that we do that is we look at increasing the amount of reliable income. So reliable income in this case would be like what we talked about early or with pension. So running a pension maximization strategy, me looking at how much you can maximize that pension. Social Security, running an optimization report and making sure that we put you in a situation where you don't face a lifetime penalty, but have the opportunity to try to get the most amount of income betting on you living a long time. And then the third category is you can always shift money from your risky assets to other assets that would provide more reliable income. That could be some type of fixed rate investment that doesn't have market risk. Uh, that could be some form of an annuity that provides an income benefit. You know, there's ways to shift that to have more reliable income. I think the stats that I look at is people have much more peace of mind when they, you know, have much more predictable versus variable income. You'd also want to make sure that you uh, manage your withdrawal rate. I know we'll have people that'll come in here and they've saved up a couple hundred thousand dollars in a nest egg, and then all of a sudden they're they're doing things that are way excess of what would be considered a reasonable withdrawal rate because they see this big lump sum of money. And it, taking those big excess withdrawals in what you defined as the go-go years can certainly uh, run the risk of outliving your money. You wanna monitor and adjust your plan along the way. So just because you did one type of withdrawal strategy one year doesn't mean that you don't need to be adaptive to your personal situation and or the economic market conditions in the future to make sure that you don't outlive your money. So quite a few different things. Um, I know, Chaz, one of the things that you talk to people about in a solution here, if people are worried about outliving your income, why don't you talk a little bit about how you stress test portfolios to help them eliminate some of those biggest threats? So the stress test is uh, just very similar to the way that we describe when people have medical issues maybe with their heart and they have a stress test on their heart. What my understanding is is that doctors are trying to find out where and how much can the heart really sustain? You know, how, what's the maximum power before things start shutting down? And I kind of uh, liken that to the financial plan and your financial investments. We want to know, worst case scenario, what can we accomplish with what we have? And if things go wrong, for instance, uh, longevity, uh, if we live five years too long, does that change the probability of success materially? 
what if the markets don't give us everything that we want? You know, what if we're shooting for a five or six percent rate of return, but on average, the markets only gives us two or three? Uh, we saw that during the last decade that the market from 2000 to 2010 really didn't go, do anything. It doesn't happen often, but what if we enter one of those periods of time? And then the big one in the room is the inflation factor. What what does a dollar really buy us five, ten years from now? And so the the planning process, I go back to the analogy all the time is that how difficult would it be to get a plane up into the air and to get you from point A to point B if you didn't have a flight plan? That doesn't mean we're not going to deviate from it. And so what the stress test does is it shows us how far off course some of these risks can can knock us off and have us still get to our destination pretty comfortably and within, you know, a reasonable amount of time and effort. And so that's, you know, generally what the risk, what the stress test is, Nolan, is we'll, we'll talk about what really keeps you up at night. And that's generally the question that I'll ask somebody, which one of those are you more susceptible to? And then also is it's a combination. Are there one or two things that maybe um, inflation and longevity that you're concerned about? And we can address all those or combinations of specific stressors in your financial plan on the fly, really, in our uh, financial planning stress test session. So when I ran this analysis and I looked at it in my own uh, account here, when I first developed the stress test and looked at the plan, uh, inflation was the biggest risk for me, uh, I think probably because I'm 47, in eating away and decreasing my probability of success. Number two was followed by a market drop immediately. Now, the great thing about that is knowing that information, I was able to go in and make modifications to the plan, and I was able to take my probability of success from 68% uh, up to uh, 95 plus percentile. Wow. So if you don't know what your probability is, um, knowing that number and then knowing what specific steps is going to be a much better way to be able to figure this out. Uh, and that's exactly what we can do uh, for those of you that are worried about outliving your income is let us stress test your plan and share with you our uh, decades of experience on how to eliminate or reduce dramatically those risks and increase your probability of success. If you know what challenges you're up against, it's much easier to take them on, how you can approach them and, and hopefully counteract those, you know, take on that longevity risk, which is a, seems like a silly thing to say. But, you know, as you get uh, later on in your years, if you no longer have any money in your retirement accounts, it can actually become a problem. So having that stress test done is a good way to to know what challenges you may face and then also develop a plan to address them. 419-794-3030. If you'd like to have your portfolio stress tested, 419-794-3030. Taxes, of course, going to be a major factor in everyone's retirement. What crazy thing would Americans do to have a tax-free future? There was a new survey by WalletHub that asked that question and found that one in 10 would actually clean prison toilets for three years in exchange for never paying taxes again. Well, we all know that taxes aren't going to go away, and it's just a matter of controlling how much we have to give to Uncle Sam. So, Let's, isn't that the importance in that where you guys and tax planning come into play? Well, I, I'd say I, I find those results kind of interesting from that survey. So I don't know if it was just a multiple choice on, you know, picking what option that you wanted <laughs> yeah. to not pay taxes. But, you know, um, the honorable learned hand, you know, you really said there's two systems of taxation, one for the informed and one for the uninformed. And I think how to pay less in taxes in retirement is such a huge topic. Again, I go back to the recent university class, and I think, again, something else, Chaz, that you said that jumped out to me 
is, you know, what a shame it would be to, to teach you how to be a better educated investor to make smarter financial decisions, but to not look at it from a tax perspective. And then, you know, when tax rates go up to, you know, potentially double the amount that you pay in taxes and give all those gains back just by not thinking about it. So one of the things that we can do for you is we have a tax savers checklist. This checklist, it goes through 25 different items that we take a look at. And in fact, there's seven strategies that I could talk for hours and hours on this topic. So this is something that, you know, we work hand in hand with your CPA or accountant, or if you don't have one, you do it yourself. You know, we can talk about bringing a CPA or accountant in because we're looking at it from the planning perspective. When we look at it, we look at Roth conversions. We look at tax efficient withdrawals. We look at managing your social security taxation and benefits using tax efficient investments, uh, taking advantage of tax deductions and credits, you know, considering the geographic location of where you live, and then ultimately from an estate planning. Uh, again, these topic, each one of these, we can dive deep into in your particular situation, but let me give you just one great tidbit of advice and tip and a strategy. Number one, I talked about Roth conversions. So as you mentioned, we're on Spotify, YouTube, you know, we've got uh, all of our shows. And if you go back uh, six months ago, you know, what I was talking about is the end of the year tax planning and how important it was to look at strategic Roth conversions while the market was significantly lower. And as we know now, the market has come back. It doesn't say what the future of the market's going to do in the next couple of months. But, you know, again, converting money over to a Roth IRA while the market is not back at its all-time high is allowing an investor to identify part of their portfolio that they can shift over from the tax-deferred to the tax-free category. And then if and when that investment comes back up in price, they can have tax-free growth if they follow what the rules are for a Roth IRA, for example, till age 59 and a half or you know, from five years for the date of first contribution. And then within a strategic uh, perspective. So I met with this gentleman the other day. I showed him this exact concept. And he had about $60,000 that he could convert staying in the 22% tax bracket. But when he saw the power of being able to take control of this financial situation, his follow-up question to me was, well, I might be okay going into the 24% tax bracket. Do it all. Yeah, I might as well just know what my tax rate and tax bill is and just take care of it and shift that money over. And we looked at, you know, potentially moving more into that category. So that'd be, you know, just one of the seven strategies. It's part of our 25 item tax savers checklist. So if you haven't got a 2020 roadmap, uh, 2023, uh, conversion analysis. I'd love to do that. If you had one tip, you know, for this segment, Chaz, what would that be? It would also be the, the Roth conversions. I mean, and, and I would be willing to do a lot more than just clean toilets for tax free. I'm telling you, <laughs> I mean, there's the biggest expense that retirees are going to pay in retirement is taxes. We're looking at uh, even probably more than insur insurance and, and medical because you pay tax in chunks, and that's unfortunately what a lot of people don't know. It's too late, and we're talking advisors too. Like you said, Nolan, earlier, what a shame it would be for us over five years to help generate an additional 10% in earnings over and above what the market did, and then to have you, unfortunately, pay them all back in taxes because through a bad tax year, we might bump you from the, the uh, 24 bracket up to the 32 
And so that's what a lot of people don't know is that those the, the tax brackets don't increase incrementally. They have these big step-ups at different parts of the bracket. And so you want to make sure that you avoid those. Um, and the Roth conversion can do that. And the other thing is that you know we know for the, for the most part taxes are going to go up. I mean, it's almost a given. When you look at the national debt, or almost over $32 trillion right now and counting, you look at the Social Security and, and Medicare uh, gap and funding and where those trust funds, that amorphous account outside somewhere that was supposed to be for us, no longer isn't. When you look at the fact that our deficit every year continues to exceed a trillion dollars, and then you've got some of the smartest individuals in uh, finance saying that regardless of what the politicians tell you, any additional accumulation of debt is a basically is basically a tax deferred increase. Not even talking about the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act expiring in 2025, which you could argue is it a tax increase or isn't it? Because I'm, I'm just letting them expire. I didn't raise any. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. They've got that option to kind of slide it by. And we're not talking about 87 percent tax rate, are we? Could tax rates go that high? Well, actually, they were. In 1960 to 1963, the max, the highest tax bracket was close to 87%, which is why Ronald Reagan didn't do more than two movies back in the early 60s, is because in the third movie, he's getting taxed 90%. The point is, we've been in this movie before. We've seen how high tax rates can go. Everything is pointing towards needing to increase taxes to either pay off our debt refund Social Security. There's a lot of evidence to prove that right now is an opportunity to pay tax at some of the lowest interest rates. For many, the Roth conversion is really the only way to do it. If you're a higher wage earner, you're phased out from uh, from contributing to taxes. And if you're like most Americans, we've all made that deal with the devil. I joke around. We've put money into these tax-deferred investments. We've kicked the can down the line. But at some point, there is a day of reckoning, and it's coming soon. And so do we want to be in a a forever tax situation where our IRAs are taxed for the rest of our life? Or do we want to be in a never tax situation where we get it out of the way? Yes, the government can mess around, and, and you could say, well, what if they make the Roth taxable? Highly unlikely. I don't think they would tax us twice, but you never know. But yeah, they can trim around the fringes a little bit, maybe make some of the earnings or some of the the growth from the Roth taxable for other purposes like Social Security. But I think the key for our listeners is the time is now um, to pay or to consider paying a lot of tax and getting it out of the way. And like I said, I mean, that's just one of the seven strategies that we can dive deeper into. It's part of our 25 item checklist. It's called the tax savers checklist. So, you know, if you want to find out, are there things that maybe are opportunities that you are not aware of on how to pay less taxes in retirement, give us a call. We'd be happy to sit down and create your 2023 tax roadmap, take you through these seven strategies and also our 25 items on that tax savers checklist. All you have to do is schedule the time to speak with them. Uh, call 419-794-3030. You know, guys, I was watching cartoons with my son the other day. He's seven. And, and like his old man, one of his favorite cartoons is the Roadrunner. And, and, you know, whenever the train's coming down the tracks, Wiley Coyote just holds up that umbrella and, and that doesn't do anything. There is a train coming down the tracks in the form of higher taxation in the future, whatever that rate may be. Are you going to hold up an umbrella and just feel the brunt of it when it, when it does come? Or are you going to find a way to step off the track, which is that's something the coyote never did. I think you know the right answer. Take advantage of this. Have that uh, tax savers checklist done for you and develop a tax strategy with the team 
at America's Retirement Headquarters, 419-794-3030. Or you can always go to the website, ARHQ.com. We've kind of danced around it a couple times this week and uh, throughout the history of the show, Social Security and its solvency. We've been told Social Security may become insolvent between 2033 to 2035, but now CNN is reporting that window is moving up and it may happen as early as 2032. So uh, running out of money even sooner, possibly leading to a 20% cut in benefits unless Congress intervenes. So obviously people count on Social Security. So many people count on those benefits as part of their retirement income. So what can they do now to help perhaps fill that gap? Well, I mean, it is every time that they report that number, it seems like it's coming faster and faster. Yeah. And I guess maybe as I get older, time goes faster and faster <laughs> as well, too. We um, we get together every Monday. We actually talk about the shows and talk about the topics and what we're going to discuss. And last week when we got together and we went over that, um, we were sitting around and having that discussion. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I think that, that Scott was adamant about is the fact that, you know, Social Security in his opinion, is going to honor those commitments. Uh, but Social Security in the format that it's at today does have to change because of the massive unfunded liabilities. And we see those massive unfunded liabilities uh, in the forms of things like Medicare, the national debt, uh, the the total unfunded liabilities our country has. And there has to be you know some changes of, of how it happens. But the best advice that I could give you, our listeners, is don't take a lifetime penalty and reduction in benefits by drawing early because you think the system is going to go bankrupt. So if, if you're within five years of retirement time, you really need to make sure that you have a Social Security optimization plan put in place that can run the analysis to help figure out what could be the best amount of income that you and your spouse could get by making a better educated decision. You know, what people I think oftentimes don't understand is that the Social Security just doesn't have a bucket of money sending in some trust fund waiting to provide payments to retirees. It's continually collecting money and the fact that every worker currently pays in 6.2% of its income to Social Security on wages up to $160,000. And then their employer matches that amount. So for each person qualifying wages in the United States, that's 12.4% of their pay up to $160,200 is going directly into Social Security. Um, And, you know, if we look at that, that already is covering a a large portion of what some of those benefits are out there. That does leave maybe about a 20% gap. So if those payments are covering about three quarters of the amount retirees are promised, that does leave a little bit of a gap. So in life and everything that I've been taught, it's also a good idea to have a backup plan. You want to make sure that you do have money set aside. You don't want to rely upon the government to take care of you. You want to put yourself in a situation where you can be financially independent. Uh, Ways that you can do that is you can invest money into different financial accounts and create a bucket of money for yourself and your family and use that bucket that says, if my income source goes down in the future, that's the bucket that I'm going to turn to. Uh, I know annuities are a hot topic. Some love them, some hate them. But the reality is with an insurance product, you can go to the insurance companies of America and you can make a deposit. And what you could do is you could know exactly what the future dollar payment would be for you and your family 
uh, on whether you draw a single or joint life. So if, if you have that as a backup plan, in fact, I recently saw that an annuity where it had a rider benefit on it, and that rider would increase the income for a period of 12 years if somebody ended up in a situation where Social Security actually did reduce their benefit. So even the insurance companies are adapting to these products. But, you know, if we're about 10 years out, you really want to look at some strategies now. It's going to be a lot easier to develop a backup plan when you have 10 years of time on your side than to just sit there and watch, as we talked about in the past, the wily coyote of the train running at you and <laughs> you just put the umbrella up. You, you think about the government, Chaz. I know you're a part of that conversation that we were having talking about. Is Social Security a danger of going broke? What would you uh, give as advice? Well, yeah, it's kind of comforting to know that the insurance companies are willing to put um, some insurance out on it, which lets me know that's probably not likely to happen because they generally know, you know, which risks they want to insure and which ones they don't or which ones are likely to happen. So, But it is a great tool to have, nonetheless, to say whether or not Social Security goes you know, reduces my benefit by 20% or not, I'm still covered. My plan is still has a high degree of, of probability of success. So that's a great point. The other point that I make in this conversation of the, of the topics we've talked about today is this is why we're so passionate about taxes, passionate with our clients about reducing fees and taking control of the things that we can control in our financial future, because there's so many things that we can't. And so Definitely want to look at what the implications are of Social Security and what the tax implications are of that, because every dollar is going to count. It's not just a clever phrase to say or, or cliche. It, they literally every single dollar is going to count, especially when for the lower wage earning individuals. Imagine somebody that's living only on Social Security and their benefit goes from 1600 to 1300 That's for the month, and that's it. That's really going to hurt. And so I want to be clear that the Social Security, the term going broke in a sense uh, is true in that maybe those funds are going to be depleted by a certain time. But uh, Social Security is primarily funded through payroll taxes. And so as the population is aging, you know, and the ratio between workers and beneficiaries decreasing, that's also a concern about the sustainability of Social Security and this demographic shift that we're seeing people, you know, starting to retire is putting further strain on Social Security. I think the number we talk about in our presentation, 1980, there were about 2.9 children born to every one family. Today, it's about 1.1. That trend is continuing. So at some point, there may be more people collecting Social Security than they're actually paying into it. If you're listening in and you're wondering, is Social Security in danger of going broke? And, you know, should I make a decision to draw benefits early? I encourage you to run a Social Security optimization report, which is exactly what our office could do. We can show you how to make it more tax efficient income, how to have the potential to get to, you know, what could be higher income for the rest of your lifetime. And, you know, Social Security still should be the cornerstone of your retirement. Uh, it needs to be part of the plan. Don't take that lifetime penalty and reduction of benefits of drawing early because you think the system's going to go broke. It may have to change. It it possibly will. So have a backup plan. Uh, there's a lot of solutions. And like I said, and what Chaz said, control is the key here. You can control in your situation 
when you draw Social Security. You can control in your situation developing a backup plan. You can control taxation. What you can't do is can't worry and dwell upon what's out of your control. You can't control what the government does on changing benefits. But there are great strategies through that Social Security optimization that our office can help you with in figuring out what could be your best approach. Control what you can control. Let the team at America's Retirement Headquarters help you with that control by giving a call, 419-794-3030 for that Social Security Maximization Report. Or you can also go to the website, arhq.com. Major League Baseball, the 2023 season is underway. And as you probably know by now, it has instituted a number of rule changes to speed up the game going forward. Among them are pitch clock, bigger bases, and the elimination of something called the shift. It just goes to show changing with the times. Retirement rules change all the time as well. Guys, how do you keep up with the new laws and regulations that may force a shift in someone's strategy? I think, you know, one of the things that is important here at America's Retirement Headquarters, I would say, is that team approach, that comprehensive approach. Uh, so Scott, as many of you know, uh, is on the show oftentimes. And, you know, he focuses really exclusively in the Medicare, the health insurance aspect. And there's just dramatic changes every year that's going on inside of there. And having him and his dedicated team stay up to date on those. Uh, I know Chaz, you know, running as a certified financial planner, heading up the planning side, you look at all the rule changes that are out there. I mean, just uh, in December, you know, they passed one in that I think a lot of retirees, you know, haven't become familiar with. And that being like the Secure Act 2.0, that's changes on how you can take withdrawals from a retirement account for emergencies. It's things like, you know, what are the changes in the contribution limits, uh, how you can invest money maybe in a pre-tax uh, Roth uh, for a 401k. And, um, you know, for us, I think it's a lot of about just being in the industry, going to a lot of the conferences, staying educated about what's out there. I know it's probably once a month I'm attending some type of uh, educational event uh, to, to get enlightened about, you know, what are the pending and or new changes. Also, it's, I think, an area of focus. So when you look at the term of financial advising or financial planning, that could be a broad spectrum, right? So there could be law changes uh, that apply more towards people going to buy their first house uh, than it can be for somebody who has their home paid off and they're transitioning into retirement time. They're probably more concerned about Social Security. So when you look at this, um, not knowing the rules can be a costly mistake. Um, we had talked in an earlier segment about how much we like Roth conversions. And I remember uh, at our university class last year, there was a lady who had come up after the class and she said, well, you know, I was told by my tax professional that I wasn't eligible for a Roth. From a contribution standpoint, yes, there's income limitations um, that some people cannot contribute to Roth IRAs. But, you know, what she didn't realize, I'm talking about a different strategy, it's called a Roth conversion. Uh, and that's taking existing money and, and kind of converting that over. Um, and knowing that allows her to now go after being able to try to minimize the taxes that she's going to pay in the future. Uh, the other big rule changes that a lot of people aren't familiar with is how the government is now coming under attack of your retirement dollars when you leave them to your non-spousal beneficiaries, a.k.a. your children. So before the SCURE Act went into effect, they had something called the Stretch IRA, where children could stretch out the taxes over their lifetime. 
And the first SECURE Act did away with that. It took and limited down to 10 years. And the SECURE Act that went into effect at the end of last year uh, further clarified the fact that you have to take now required minimum distributions for the children within those 10-year time frames of money that they inherit. Uh, so again, not knowing those rules can be a, a costly mistake. That's one of the advantages of working at America's Retirement Headquarters is that it's it's this physical facility that's home to a lot of other individuals and, and professionals that specialize in doing exactly what they do. Like you said, Scott does Medicare. We do retirement planning and taxation. And so being able to just leverage the combined resources in the firm, in the building here, and not having to be all things to all, you know, to your clients at all times, I think just gives us back more of our time and allows us to really specialize and, and be experts in the industry and some of the in some of the areas that we want to really specialize in. Um, I think it's just as important to know uh, just the industry in general and how it's changing and what some of the requirements are and uh, in, ter- in terms of you know, product changes and some things that are out there that are available that previously weren't available. Um, You know, we're taking in seminars. We've got a couple of advisors coming to talk to us uh, coming up recently about some some new strategies in 401ks to add life insurance and things like that that are just cutting edge that we want to stay abreast of and make sure that our clients are up to date on to address some of these concerns and, and some of the rule changes that are going around. Um, the other thing I would say is I like to stay pretty close to my centers of influence. Um, I've got a couple of attorneys that I have lunch with, uh, CPAs that we re- frequently refer to and, and just kind of bounce ideas off of and constantly getting you know updated on what's new in the industry and really just being a student of the industry. And that just comes from having a passion for numbers, being the numbers nerd in the room and <laughs> knowing the details and being that go-to person that not only people in your office can rely on, but your clients tend to ask you first about what's going on or what do we need to know going into retirement. And, you know, if you're not sure how some of these tax laws, these, these uh, legislative changes that are pending in many cases, you know, we've talked about the Biden tax plan and what some of the areas they're, they're thinking about cutting and, and adding to, give us a call and, and we can help walk through some of those considerations and how they affect your tax. Now, I just Googled the topic, how many retirement rules were changed in 2023. Uh, right now there's uh, 299 million results. <laughs> wow. 299 million. So if you want to not read 299 million, I'd say, you know, sit down, have a conversation with us. Maybe we'll take a look at making some of those changes. And imagine if uh, you could just improve 20%, whether it's more income, less taxes, by applying these rule changes to your situation, what a big impact that can have on your financial peace of mind. And you can always reach out to the team by giving a call, 419-794-3030. I have no doubt in the 40-plus years you spent working, you've probably become pretty adept at your profession. Uh, What you probably have not done is kept abreast of all the rule changes that have happened, you know, in the past year alone, like, like Nolan just said, there are 299 million results for changes in, in 2023. Uh, or do you want to really keep uh, ahead of that? What's going to happen in the next 30 years, a better strategy would be using the team and the skill set of America's retirement headquarters to help you keep informed and make changes as it dictates. So again, 419-794-3030 is the number where you can always go online, find them on the website, ARHQ.com. And as always, want to thank you so much for joining us here on the show on America's Retirement Headquarters. Please 
Have a great week ahead of you. Be safe out there. And guys, thank you for the time as always. As we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Well, I just, again, I want to wish everybody a happy Memorial's Day. And I want to, you know, obviously take some time, thank our uh, scouts there in Waterville for putting flags up like what we do every year uh, at our local cemeteries there in Waterville and remembering, you know, why America is great and America is such a wonderful place to be. And also just to remind you that when you think retirement, think America's Retirement Headquarters. It's home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.